This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. And welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show on Community Radio 3CR 8.55am and digital. And uh, thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. And my name's Chris. And on today's show, we've got lots and lots of local news, got um, lots of local bicycle news, and we've just had a massive weekend with... Well, let me think. We've had um, Duncan Gay resign up in New South Wales. We've had the Alpine uh, Classic, the Audax, um, up at Bright and Cadell's Road Race and Ride the Night. So we've had a heap of stuff happen over the weekend. So it's been a massive weekend. And um, yeah, the Cadell's Road Race and, and Women's Road Race and a whole bunch of stuff. So I'll start off. We've got a little bit of news about uh, Duncan Gay's reshuffle. Well, he's resigned, but has he fall, actually fallen upon his sword? So, it's interesting up there. We had quite a few shows in the last year about Duncan Gay and uh, his uh, influence upon cycling culture in New South Wales. He's gone. And uh, Gladys Bajukian, if I can pronounce her saying I'm right, is now the Premier of New, of New South Wales. So, what's going to happen now with cycling in New South Wales? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I think it's another time to uh, get uh, David from Bike Sydney in to try and explain a few things to us of what's going up in New South Wales, but uh, quite interesting. So, um, also coming up on the show today, um, when something doesn't work, what you do is improvise. So, I've got a little bit of a treat for you today, seeing that every, every day seems to be a new dystopia. What I've got is some audio of the Cyclist Touring Club, or CTC, from 1955, going out on a cycle tour via train. And yes, it's anachronistic, and yes, it's very twee, and yes, it's over 60 years old, but it's hilarious. And there's actually quite a few things in this audio, when you listen to it, uh, which are still kind of pertinent today. It's basically going to London to rugby by train, Warwickshire by bike, May 1955. And this is a British transport film and it's a 15-minute short about a snapshot of a very different England and actually a very different world. Not many cars. Everyone is referred to as he or him. How they go out on a cyclist special train ride out to the countryside. Well, to be quite honest, uh, we still have problems of getting bikes on trains here in Melbourne. I remember going back 10 years ago when V-Line brought in their velocity carriages and they lost about one third transport or you know, uh, storage space on the, on the trains. And uh, at the time, Connex pushed that uh, a bike ban onto metro trains as well. So that was a very interesting campaign back 10 years ago. And there's still a lot of things that are wrong with trying to mix mode around Victoria. And also, I'll bring in um, a bit of local context to this, is that um, up in Thornbury, that the Wrenchworthy bike uh, shed crew just recently 
did a really successful overnight uh, camping trip for beginners by bike. It was it was scheduled for a several, several bits last year, but uh, you know weather and stuff got in the way. But they finally did it about a fortnight ago, and they had a lovely overnighter at uh, Yarra Glen and back. And again, the problem with the uh, bit of an issue with that tour was the trains, because there was a lot of track work going on. So it ended up being a bit of a car van shuffle. But I digress. I'll talk a little bit more about uh, Wrenchworthy if you want to get involved with their campaigns or I should say their workshops that they do on the weekends and stuff. You want to do wheel building or basic bicycle maintenance or basically meet a whole bunch of people in a very supportive and gender diverse background. Without much more ado, I might as well start off this uh, this little segment to do that um, was the CTC you know, doing a little bike trip and if you're you know anyone from uh, Feline? And uh, maybe point them in this direction. CTC Cyclist Special 1955, out for a cushy ride. You're listening to 3CR Radio. On Platform 5 will be the cyclist special excursion to Rugby. Will passengers travelling on this train please go to the rear end of the platform? Even if you're a hard-riding, 100 miles a day cyclist, you can't hope to get very far out of the London area if you want to get back the same day. You might reach Brighton, Basingstoke or Bedford. But if anyone suggested you could get to Warwickshire, you'd say he was nuts. Not in one day. Unless someone gave you a lift. And from whom is any cyclist in his right wind going to accept a lift? Well, there's British Railways, and there's also the Cyclist Touring Club. Take Sunday, the 8th of May, 1955. Take a number of cyclists from the London area and collect them together at Wilton Junction and at Watford. Give them each a cloakroom ticket, half to go on the bike, half to go in the pocket, so that there'll be no arguments when the bikes are collected. And then take them all to rugby. Rugby? Who wants to go to rugby? Well, wouldn't you like a day touring in wooded Warwickshire or sturdy Leicestershire or historic Northamptonshire? All right then, rugby's the place to start from. What about their bikes? That's easy. Just take some of the cycle vans from the runs to the continental ports and put them in those. A properly equipped touring cycle can be quite an expensive piece of machinery. It may have a special lightweight tailor-made frame, Endrick aluminium rims, and a derailleur gearing system giving as many as 10 different gears ranging from 29 to 82, plus cantilever brakes, dynamo lighting, and luggage panniers. And the owner of such a machine is inclined to be fussy about how it's carried. So what do the railways do? They hang it on a rubber-covered hook. And quite right, too, because after careful investigation, the Cycle Touring Commission of the International Touring Alliance decided that this was the way to carry cycles by train. get anywhere near a railway are suddenly attacked by pangs of insatiable hunger or unquenchable thirst or both especially if they've been up since seven o'clock especially on a sunday morning especially if they are cyclists 
Luckily, someone has put a cafeteria car on the train, so the excursionists can fill up with all the liquids and solids they are likely to need on the way to rugby, and even beyond it. H.H. England, the editor of Cycling, knows that a cycle tour without a map is like new potatoes without the smell of mint. So it's only natural for him to get together with Red Shaw, the secretary of the Cyclist Touring Club, to take a sniff at the day's fare. There's always a certain excitement about coming to a strange place. Over the years, you may have trained yourself to arrive anywhere looking as bored as a Bactrian camel. But if you're honest with yourself, a new place sets you simmering as your hometown never could. It may be only 75 miles from home, but a slightly different accent can freshen the accustomed sound of speech like dew on grass and remind you that every place, like every person, has its own unique history and character. Cycling at the tail end of an excursion with a permanent view of a crocodile of bent backs in front could give anyone the hump. So the party has been split up into different groups. Each cyclist can join whichever group he likes, unless he prefers to go off on his own. And now it's a case of forming up around the leaders or guides from the local district association. A last minute check to make sure that tires are hard toe clips and straps adjusted, and luggage properly secured. And then, away. Rugby isn't one of those towns that sprawls a rash of semi-detached villas over the face of the land. It still keeps within its bounds, snug, compact with respect for the country out of which it has grown. So five or ten minutes is enough to take you out into the quiet countryside that most cyclists go cycling to find. Once outside the town, each group spins away on its own particular route, away from the main roads into the peaceful countryside where tree-lined lanes welcome these friendly processions that bring no exhaust smoke, no petrol fumes, no racket or blaring of horns. Only the humming of tyres and the talk that arises between solicitor and carpenter, teacher and typesetter, electrician and radiographer, between people of all ages, ranks and stations, who rediscover their common humanity in finding countryside, exercise and companionship all in one.
Hey, are you wearing the latest 3CR t-shirt this summer? We have a limited number of 40th birthday t-shirts for sale. Designed by local artist Emily Floyd, these awesome Radical Radio t-shirts are available from our studios at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during business hours. Or you can shop online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. For just $20 or $15 for kids' sizes, you can look great and help 3CR celebrate 40 years of Radical Radio. Yes, you are indeed listening to Community Radio 3CR 855am digital live streaming and also available on TuneIn app. If you want to listen uh, via your little handheld device or wherever you are. Now, um, we're in the middle of listening to a piece of audio from uh, the Cyclist Special, a British transport film from 1955. And yes, folks, that's why it sounds so anachronistic, but there are some universals in there like... Uh, Riders um, are always on the fang. It's a, it's a great way to get out and meet other people. With, and um, isn't summer a lovely time to go cycle touring? So I'm going to get into the second part of this. And just keep in mind, if you're interested in doing cycle touring, uh, the Wrenchworthy uh, Bike Shed just had uh, their successful first overnight introduction to cycle touring. So you can get in touch with them. And also have a look at things like uh, Melbourne... Uh, bicycle touring club and the like around Melbourne or just talk to your mates and organise yourself to go out and uh, on a cycle trip. You won't know yourself. You know, there's lots of short trips around Melbourne. You can organise yourself and get out and have um, a good time and uh, ride for the sheer joy of it instead of kind of, you know, having to contend with cars and all that sort of stuff all the time. It's nice to get out in the countryside. Anyway, get back into the uh, fruity music and the very pompous... <laughs> narration from this uh, piece of audio of Cyclist Special Out for a Cushy Ride from have reached Kenilworth Castle. Now, if history just gave you the sags at school, Kenilworth's nothing but a pile of masonry. But imagine these battlements flaunting a hundred banners. The walls inside hung with rich tapestries. The people around you moving with all the swagger and extravagance of Elizabethan courtiers. And this scene takes on a new meaning. Some distance away, Tour F have got to mend the puncture. To a lonely cyclist, a puncture is flat misfortune. In a touring club group, it's a different matter. The whole group stops. The puncturee may get a ragging, but he also gets help, freely and cheerfully given. With this division of labour, a tedious task becomes a light-hearted exercise in cooperation. yourself, you might pass through Stamford-on-Avon without stopping. You would have no one to tell you how some pieces of stained glass discovered in a box in Stamford Hall were found to fit perfectly into the east window of the church. <laughs> 
so that once again light shines through the figure of Christ down on the flock as it first did 700 years ago. In the touring club, you are led to look and see, to seek and find all these treasures of the green pastures. Cycling, like all good exercise, uses up energy. And unless you're experienced, you can go on pushing them around until you bring on a touch of the bonk, which, being interpreted, means that you feel distressingly fatigued. An experienced cyclist always guards against that by eating. This is where that cafeteria car extends its service even beyond the end of the train journey. As far back as 1899, the Cyclist Touring Club was, according to the secretary, inducing hotel proprietors and other public caterers to study the requirements of the wheelman and to deal with him in a generous spirit. And that's a club service that still goes down well with the members. club groups, the experienced rider, whether he's 16 or 60, needn't fear having to spit his britches to keep up, because he can fit himself into a group that suits his pace. At the same time, he'll learn from the more experienced riders. He'll acquire a riding style that will help him to cover more ground with less effort than he ever thought possible. He'll find himself plunging into discussions on saddle positions, drop handlebars, frame heights, angles and verticalities, short wheelbase liveliness, head angles and fork offsets but he'll also find that these cyclists aren't ashamed to get off and walk if things get uncomfortable, because they're tourists, and they're out to see and enjoy everything the countryside has to offer. And the variety in the group enriches the variety in the landscape. Where boats once climbed up and down the staircases of locks on the old Union Canal at Foxton in Leicestershire, the engineer can tell his tale. The artist will talk about beauty. The mason will speak of the craft that can make stone curve so gracefully over its own reflection. By the side of the canal, the teacher will show you arrowhead, speedwell, crowsfoot, gentian, asphodel, and meadowsweet. And a monument to the Battle of Naseby can generate enough gas to pass an Act of Parliament. Battle of Naseby? When was that? 1645. Let's see, that would be Charles I and Cromwell. Dandy, dashing royalists with their long hair and RAF moustaches. And the short haircut, plain dressed, new model roundheads of Parliament. English fighting English. Why? Well, it's a bit complicated, but it was all part of the continuing battle to decide how much say people like us should have in our government. What was the result? A typical English blooming mixture. 
Just look at this club, for instance. On the road, we believe in a new model code of behavior. But if old Cromwell saw some of our clothes, he'd buckle both eyes under the strain. Yes, we go cycling for pleasure, not penance. But we go prepared for all weathers. You know, it's a funny thing, but if you think about it, it's clubs like this that bring out all the qualities that have stamped themselves in the British character. Today, for instance, we came out for a cushy spin. Now there's a bit of rough weather about. We can take it if we have to, but there's a chance of avoiding it. So it's get down to it and get a move on. And if there are any backseat riders in the family, this is where they do their bit too. Now the railways can do the rest. That's another thing. We stand no nonsense. We get rid of our enemies by making them our friends. Once it used to be a running battle to get reduced charges for cycles and greater security in their conveyance. Now just look at us. Special cycle wagons, rubber covered hooks and special excursions. An idea that the secretary of the CTC and the chief commercial manager of the Midland region cooked up between them. Starting from London, we've travelled to Rugby, toured through parts of Warwickshire, Northamptonshire, Leicestershire, history and the British character. And now we're going back home, all in one day. But that's the sort of thing that happens on these excursions. You can go farther and see countryside that you'd never normally touch in a day's outing. And on the way back, you can enjoy it all over again by talking about it, or dreaming about it. Why not try one sometime? Communities are taking control of their electricity bills by building and running their own clean energy projects. Learn how you and your neighbours can do this too at the Second Community Energy Congress, 27th to 28th of February in Melbourne. Hear from experts in Australia and overseas on how to design, finance and promote your ideas to lower power bills, create jobs and help the environment. Buy tickets for this landmark event at c4ce.net.au. That's C, then the digit for ce.net.au. The Coalition for Community Energy is a 3CR supporter. Yes, indeed, you're listening to Yarrabosque Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR, 8.55am and digital. 
Yes, a bit of news and events coming up. Um, just to back announce that, that was the uh, Cyclist Touring Club, which are now known as Cycling UK. And that was a cyclist special out for a cushy ride from 1955. And wasn't that delightful and anachronistic? Uh but there's still some things in there which are pertinent to today, which is um, bicycle riders still don't get a fair deal if they want to mix mode on trains, do they? No. It sounds like they had things kind of sorted out 1955 in a few ways much better than we do now. But we're dealing with probably a very large population increase and um, changes in transport modes. But doesn't mean we have to accept that. So if you know anyone from uh, V-Line or anyone involved with um, the logistics side of things, uh, play them that audio. It's um, very easily to get, very easy to get hold of. And uh, thank you to Carlton Reid who tracked that down from the UK. And uh, I'll put a link to that on the podcast. Now, news and events. Now, a bit of sad news. Um, you may have heard over the weekend, but I'll just... Um, Apologies if, if you have not heard this. Julian Bell uh, sadly passed away on Friday. Julian was um, a frequent guest over the years on 3CR. She was a formidable opponent of, um, and advocate for Melbourne's open space and parklands. And she was a formidable opponent also against cyclists. Um, I do have respect for her, though. I remember going back uh, to, what, in 2008 and having a bit of a quiet but ferocious argument with her on the steps of Fitzroy Town Hall after she referred to cyclists as something I'm not going to... No, it wasn't swearing, but it was something I'm not even going to repeat, but... um, you know, she was someone who was prepared to uh, take it when you took the argument up to her. But I do respect uh, Julian. It's really sad that she's gone because she was an absolutely true warrior. She was formidable. She fought for parks and heritage and environment. And um, I knew her more from 2008 onwards as an um, opponent against the two versions of East-West Link that we fought against in Melbourne. And she was a force behind protectors of public lands and save Royal Park. A funeral is uh, planned for Friday. I don't have the details for that. It's best to have a look online. But uh, I'm apologies if you haven't heard that um, before about Julian, but she'd been ill for quite some time, but still... It's a blow to know that um, such a fierce, ferocious, uncompromising advocate has left us. A bit of news about tomorrow. There's going to be the first Fairway on Wheels. It's the first for Victoria. And this is basically helping older people get out and see the world of rickshaws. And if you want to help out, that's going to be tomorrow, Tuesday from um, 3 to Five at Fairway Hostel, that's going to be at 195 Bluff Road, Sandringham. And it's when, um, have a seat or step up on the pedals, when Fairway Aged Care Hostel brings cycling without age to Sandringham and be part of a joyful movement and fun initiative when we launch Cycling Without Age in Victoria. Now, they've been on the uh, show a couple of times about... Uh, getting, you know, this initiative cycling without age and they're also launching in New South Wales as well. So, um, you know, we're happy to see our neighbours join our elders on a bike ride to bring smiles and wind in the hair, clubs and associations, leaders in the community, officials, members of the press slash media, business owners and everyone. Come along and learn about this innovative inter intergenerational activity for our seniors. Pilots will get the chance to 
train ride the rickshaws and um, help people out. I will put a link to that, but um, it's at Fairway Aged Care Hostel, and I'll repeat the address again, 195 Bluff Road in Sandringham. But that's a great way to help people get around. And also, not being ageist, I think cycling's for people at any age. Anyway, that's all I've got time for this week on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. Don't forget that the first Bicycle Advisory Committee meeting for Yarra is coming up on the 8th of February and that will be in the Wurundjeri Room, Collingwood Town Hall from 6pm to 8pm. And note, this is a change from the local, from the usual meeting location. And the meeting is open to any members of the public. If you have any topics that you'd like to add to the agenda, please let Alistair know. And uh, he's a transport engineer at City of Yarra and um, alistair.mcdonald at yarracity.vic.gov.au or give him a call on 925-5737. I'm going to go out with a bit of uh, Boards of Canada and a real bit of old school stuff called Happy Cycling. See you in about a fortnight. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.